0: one is and we've only learned it in this last year but the goodness of god is is endless isn't it and it has no boundaries it's not contained within a calendar year it's t- and it's always worth celebrating i'm going to talk briefly this morning just a little bit about journeys and uh, i came across this quote a little while ago from c.s lewis and it'll come up on the screen in just a moment. And I'm going to link what we're talking about today back to this quote. But I'm going to look at a couple of different journeys in the Bible as we do that. So, the quote there, as, you, as you'll see it now on the screen, says this C.S. Lewis apparently wrote this You can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are and change the ending. You can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are and change the ending. And I thought these were quite relevant words towards the end. Not just of a year, but as we've been reminded already today, towards the end of a decade. So let's have a little look at a couple of journeys from the Bible. And the first one is actually one that we've looked at or heard about a few times over the last few weeks. And I thought, you can't really have another Christmas message after Christmas. And then I looked at Alan's song list and had a couple of Christmas carols. I thought, well, if Alan can do it, then we can do it as well. That'll be absolutely fine. So we're going to look again at Matthew chapter 2. And it's these words that we've read or heard or seen many times probably over these last few weeks. But I want us to look at them from a slightly different angle today. Matthew chapter 2, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem. And asked, where is the one who's been born king of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose, and we've come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them exactly the time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and he said, go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may go and worship him. After they heard the king, they went on their way. Root. Now I wonder if we could have any kids who would happily come out the front and hold up some posters for me today. Any kids going to be happy to do that? Any kids? Oh, yeah, Bethany, Maisie, you're going to come out? Brilliant. And I will need probably, it's just Bethany so far? I'll need two more. I've got three posters I need to hold up right now. And I have two more helpers. Two more helpers. Kids, you're not normally as shy as this. It's the new building, is it? Is it the new surroundings? Bethany, you, you can come and stand over here for a second. Fantastic. Any other helpers? I'm going to have to go for some bigger kids then, maybe, to help us as well. Anybody else going to help? Any adults then? Noah, are you going to come? Noah's going to come. Oh, well, we've got to say, oh, and Nathaniel, yes, we've got there. I blame all the late nights and the overdoses of chocolate over this last little while. Okay, so, guys, thank you so much. You helped me out of a big hole there. I was starting to look a little bit silly, and you guys helped me out. So, you, Nathan- Nathaniel, you can be the wise men, okay? Noah, you can be King Herod, and Bethany, you can be Jesus, all right, so I wonder if we could, guys, do you all want to go and stand on the stage here behind us? We don't normally have a stage, so let's make use of it while we have one. If you go and stand on the stage, and what we'll have is wise men, can you go and stand actually over down beside the guitar case over there? King Herod, you can stand at that side of the stage, just not quite behind the Christmas tree, but so everyone can still see you, because come by with that. That's it. And Jesus, you can just take a step right to the end of the stage there. So we're just going to show you what was happening here. So it's a journey that starts with the wise men. And the wise men were looking for Jesus. That's who they were looking for. But as they started on their journey, wise men, you can start on your journey, slowly walk away over. They were looking for Jesus and they stopped at the royal palace because that's where they thought Jesus would be. And they met King Herod. That's what we've just read. And King Herod talked to them and he found out about when the wise men had first seen the star in the sky and all these different things. And King Herod, he started to feel a little bit threatened. He thought, my throne's going to be taken from me. So he said to the wise men, can you go and find the king or baby Jesus, this new king that you're talking about, and when you find him, can you come back and tell me? So the wise men left King Herod and they continued on their journey following the star until they got to the place where Jesus was. And then it finishes there. But it said, well, You can stay where you are right now, guys. But it finishes by saying they then went home a different way. They didn't go back to King Herod. God warned them not to do that. And as we read on in the story, in the gospel, we realize why God warned them. Because King Herod, well, because he was threatened, he went out and killed every baby boy aged two and under. Guys, if you don't mind staying there for a second, okay, and just keeping holding your signs, that would be fantastic. So, I think, I was thinking about this story, and I was trying to visualize it in this way, and I was thinking, if the wise men had the chance to start the journey all over again, Nathaniel, you'd want to go right back to start your journey, wise man. I think if they had the chance to start that journey all over again, they wouldn't have stopped at the palace. Wise men, come and do the journey again. Forget the palace this time. I think they'd have gone on a different route. Perfect. What a good actor. They'd have gone on a different route. <laughs> and they wouldn't have gone to King Herod. They'd have just followed the star all the way to where the baby was. But here's the thing they couldn't start the journey again. But they could change the ending. And they did change the enemy. They did not go back to King Herod. They went back on a different route. And as we look back over this last year, over the, the year 2019, probably for all of us, if we were to think long and hard enough, some of us wouldn't need to think too long or too hard, but for all of us, if we were to think long enough and hard enough, there's probably things that if we were given the chance again, we would do them differently. There's probably some things that we've done. Maybe it's conversations that we've had. Maybe we can think back over this last year, and we could think to some of these conversations, and think, oh, I wish I hadn't had that conversation. Or some words that we spoke. And if we could go back again and have that moment once again, we would keep our mouths closed. We wouldn't say these things that we said. Or maybe for some of us, it's decisions that we made. Maybe we made decisions over this last year. We think, oh, my goodness, I really wish I hadn't made that decision. That decision was the wrong one. Or perhaps for some of us, it's places that we went to in this last year, places that we think, if I, do you know, if I had the chance, I wouldn't have gone that place. I just wouldn't have gone into that situation or that area or that place. Or maybe today we're sitting here thinking, do you know, If I was given the chance again, there's things I would have done that I didn't do. Maybe there was opportunities that presented themselves. And through fear or lack of faith or whatever other reason, we just held back and we didn't do it. And we now look back and I wish I had done it. Do you know the thing is, we can look back at all these different situations and all these conversations and all these things. And now, after them, there's nothing we can do about it. There's absolutely nothing. We cannot rewind time. We cannot do what we did in the second part there and go a different route because they've happened already. We can't go back and change it. These things are part of our journey and they're part of what's shaped and bringing us to where we are today. So I want to say this on the back of that. Let's not end this year with regrets. Let's not look back and say, what if if only? But let's use this moment, these last few days of the year and of the decade, let's use this moment to realign our lives with God. When, Herod left, when, when the wise men left Herod's palace, the star was there waiting for them. If we've stopped following the star, At any point throughout this last year if we've taken our eyes off god in any way in any area of our lives throughout this last year the stars still there waiting god is still there waiting for us all we need to do sometimes is just change our focus can't change the beginning but we can change the ending and it's good i think at this time of year to take a few moments, not just right now here in this church service because we maybe don't have enough time to do so, but in these next few days, I would encourage every one of us to take some time, to take a few moments to assess where we are in our relationship with God, to assess where we are. Are we following that star still? Are we following the way God wants us to live our lives? Or do we need to realign things? Because if we need to realign things, that's okay, as long as we do it. So it's good to take a moment. To realign, we're going to do another journey. Can, uh, volunteers, are you happy to do another bit of acting? Right, we're going to stick you with the same colors. You're now, wise man, you're becoming Abe, which is short for Abram or Abraham. I can give me that one back. Jesus, you're becoming Canaan. All right. You want to go back to your, your starting points again, guys? Back to your starting points. And King Herod, you are becoming Haran. Okay. So these are funny names, Haran and Canaan, but these are actually names of places. If we were going to read the scripture, I'm not because of time today, but if we were going to read the scripture, you'll find these verses, this next journey that we're going to finish our service with today. You'll find them in Genesis chapter 11, at the end of that chapter, going into the beginning of Genesis chapter 12. And what we find there is that Abram's father is a guy called Terah, Tera Terah gets Abraham and all his family together. And he says, guys, we're going to go on a journey. We're going to move to a different location. We're not going to live where we are anymore. We're going to make our way to the land of Canaan. Don't quite do that yet, Abe. All right, stay where you are. That's what Terah says to his family. So they gather the family. They all get together. And Abe and his family start to make their way to Canaan. But as they're traveling to Canaan, they come to a place called Haran. Haran, hold it up nice. No, hold it up nice and high. They come to a place called Haran, and it says there in the near the end of Genesis chapter 11 that they settled there, and they stayed there until Terah, who's Abe's dad, until he died. And then Genesis chapter 12 starts with God calling Abraham to finish the journey they started. So Abraham did what God asked. And he left Haran, and he completed the journey until he reached Canaan. Canaan, hold it up nice and high. Brilliant. So they got there in the end. If you read Genesis chapter 11, what you'll also find, that is a bit of the story that I've left out at the moment, but I'm going to tell you now. You'll also find that Abraham's dad, Abe's dad, Terah, had another son. And that other son was called Haran. And Haran died while he was still quite young. So let's think about that journey for a minute. It's almost as if, can you go back, Abe, to the start of the journey? It's almost as if Abraham and his family started on their journey and they reached the place with the same name, as their relative who died and they stopped and they settled there. And I wonder sometimes do we do that? Sometimes in the journey of our life, do we are we confronted by pain from our past that might stop us from moving on to where God wants us to be? Haran was the son that died and Haran was the place that they stopped. And because of that, Abraham's dad never, ever, ever, got to the place that he was meant to go. You know, Abram couldn't change the beginning. I guess if Abram had done it again, maybe he'd have gone on a different route. He's a quick learner, this one. And he'd have got to the place that God wanted them to be sooner. But unfortunately, they were confronted with the pain of their past. I wonder in this last year or at any point in our lives, have we been confronted with things from our past that would maybe stop us from moving on to where God would want us? You know, Canaan in the Bible is known as the promised land. And sometimes God has a promised land for us. And if we're not careful, we can allow things to stop us from reaching that promised land. It could be hurt and pain like Haran was for Abraham's family. Or it could be disappointments. We're confronted by disappointments from our own past or things that have happened in the past that have left us feeling empty, void, disappointed. And we just think, what is the point? It's never going to work out for me, so I'll just stay where I am. Perhaps it's fear. Perhaps today our haran that would stop us from moving on to the things that God has promised us is fear. Or perhaps, maybe today it's guilt or shame. Things from our past that we're not proud of. we can't seem to let go even though the bible tells us that god has forgiven us from these things and we know in our head we can't fully accept that in our hearts don't let fear don't let guilt don't let shame or disappointment or hurt or pain stop you from moving to god's promised land for your life if we could sum it up in one word what haran is I believe sometimes Haran for us is just baggage. Stuff that we're carrying that we don't need to carry. And again, at the end of this year, as we come to the end of 2019, let's have a look at our own lives. Let's take a few moments over these next few days to look and ask ourselves this question. Am I carrying baggage? Am I carrying things right now that's stopping me from being free to c- be completely the person that God wants me to be? Am I carrying things that are slowing me down? Am I carrying things from my past that have caused me to stop and to not move on any deeper in my relationship with God? You know, again, the same thing's true as C.S. Lewis said, we cannot go back and change the beginning. These things that hurt us, these things that disappointed us, these things that have caused us to have guilt or shit. we can't change that now. These things are done. They have Happen, but with God's strength and through the help of the Holy Spirit, we can change the ending. We can make a decision right now today to say, I'm not going to carry these things any longer. God, I lay them at the foot of the cross. This hurt, this pain, this disappointment, this fear, this guilt, this shame, this worry. This anxiety, whatever it might be, God, I lay it down at the foot of the cross because I don't want to carry it any longer. I don't want to take it into a new year and I don't want to take it into a new decade. I'm going to ask the worship team to come back out now. Maybe, Alan, you could just start to play through our final song right now. We're going to